ask this question. How did you build trust? How did you build or how? I mean, this is 25 years ago. Yeah. I mean, this is not, I mean, Saudi Arabia 25 years ago is not what it is today. Adversely, yeah. Hong Kong 25 years ago or 20 years ago, or whenever, however long you spend over there, it's not what it is today. How then did you build trust then? And how have you now seen it shift to where that trust is maybe a little bit um, more accepted now than it was back when you were doing this 20 plus years ago? Well, first you have to be prepared. Well, so whenever you go somewhere in a country and you know you're going to work with a new company, you have to learn everything you can about this company. You have to be completely, uh, you have to become an expert in everything you, you talk about. Because if there's an inch of a doubt in what you say, they're going to kick you out right away. Mm-hmm. So preparation is critical. You go there, you have to be prepared. You have to know what you're talking about and, and you, you, are, you have to be able to deliver properly. So that's the first thing. Second, you have to have the right communication skills and you have to understand human psychology, right? Because you may present something to a specific crowd and and they may react completely differently from another one. So when you speak, you have to learn to pause and you have to learn to observe your environment, meaning you observe people's reaction, body language, whatever they do. And then you have to adjust, you know, I mentioned before, the most successful people can adjust and adapt to any situation. That's true in marketing and sales. You, you react to your environment and you adjust to whatever they tell you or their reaction. You know, body language, if people start falling asleep when you speak, it's not good. So it better change <laughs> something, right? And not, right? and not continue on what you, you started doing. Or if you have people starting to be antsy or, uh, or not uh, feeling comfortable with what you say, you change, you adjust. So so that's important. And then the third component is consistency. It's like when you go to McDonald's, you are always gonna get the same French fries. The McDo is always gonna taste the same. It's the same thing. Consistency is key in everything you do. So if you want someone to trust you, you have to consistently communicate, offer excellence in everything you do. Uh, confirm what they want and and uh, be there for them when they need it. If you can do that for a long period of time, you will be trusting. You will, you will be creating trust. It's like in a marriage. Trust is not built overnight. You know, trust has to be proven time and time again. And eventually, once once you have that, you just have to keep delivering. It's yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's not easy. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was, that was amazing. So how much, how much studying and preparation would you do when you would go into these other countries, um, you know, Saudi Arabia, Hong Kong, and, and the preparation that you, it, it all throughout part of the, the, of Europe, how much preparation would you go in, would you put in to understanding, like you said, the psychology of the mind, how people think, how people react, how, what, what buttons to, to use and what buttons not to use body language, tone in their voice, how much preparation would you say you put in? So when you go into that meeting or, you know, meeting of people, you felt super confident. You know, there's so much online, you can find anything. So learn about the country's culture, you know, learn about, um, how they do business, uh, learn, learn about, um, I mean, anything about 
your target audience. The more you know them, the, the, the smarter you're going to be able to, uh, to respond to them. So that, that's it. I mean, there are books available. So I would either buy books because uh, before, I mean, you don't have so much on the web. Read books, go on the web, you can find anything. And it's not months and months of preparation. It's maybe a couple of days of preparation. Just read, just, just put yourself in that frame of mind so that, so that at least you have that awareness that 80% of the people are not gonna have because it's always the 80-20 rule, right? The Pareto principle, 20% of people will be, will be ready and do their homework, 80% won't or vice right. versa, right? But mm -hmm. typically it's the 20, the 20 only that do it. So it's, it's not difficult and you will be able to stand out because you, you have done your homework. Man, that's awesome. Look, that rule 25 years ago still applies today, right? Those people who are prepared, those who yeah. have studied, more importantly, those people who have actually taken time to invest and learn about the company or the person, you know, they're the ones who typically get the most attention because the person feels valued. They feel like, oh, wait, you, you, you did some research. You mm -hmm. study about me, my company, or, you know, me, my family. I'm going to give you the attention because you actually took time to get to know me. And I think that is a very lost art that we have um, in sales or just in daily communication um, is that that you took time to, to, to think about me, to research about me. So I'm going to take you, I'm going to show equal, if not more time about what, um, you know, and listen to what you have that man, that's a whole mat that, that right there is a whole masterclass, which is fantastic. So let me ask you this question. Slice marketing is not your first, like you said, it's not your first company. The first company you had lost everything, right? The downturn, uh, BK lost everything that you said. So take us through that process of not giving up because you could have, right? You could have just given up. Now I'm going to start a new company. I'll go work at somebody else, you know, goes from there. Take us through that process of why did you not just go find a regular nine to five marketing job and, uh, as opposed to I'm going to start, I'm going to learn and I'm going to start another business. Well, actually right after this happened, I had to work for other companies and, mm -hmm. and I did, right? Because I had no choice. I didn't have the money to start a new business. And, and I was a single mom, you know, I was a single mom all my life. Um, so I had to sustain myself and take care of myself. So I worked for other companies for a few years, but eventually I was never satisfied because I am an entrepreneur, because I have my own ideas. And, and when I work for someone, I clash with management because I never have ideas that I don't agree with and I have a strong personality and I'm going to say, okay, I just, I just can't do what you want me to do. So uh, it took me um, took me a few years to get back on my feet. You know, you get knocked down. You really do. And and I struggled. It was not easy. I struggled some days. I didn't want to wake up anymore. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wish I were sleepy, falling asleep and dying in my sleep because I was struggling so much. You know, I had thought of suicide all the time. It was very hard. But I always knew that I could not do that because I'm not a quitter. I would never want to leave this world known as somebody who quit. It's horrible. Who would want that? And that's right. how, that's the legacy I would have left to, to the people that I know and to my daughter. So, you know, you, you end up one day waking up and realize, okay, I'm not a victim because I was in that victim frame of mind for a long time. And I thought, you know, I'm a victim, cry, 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 poor, poor me, 
look at me, you know, look at what happened to me. And then what? You do nothing with your life. So one day I woke up and I decided, okay, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. This is not the legacy I want to leave to my daughter. I want to become a victor. And once you made that decision of becoming a victor, everything changes. Because I'm sure you know the secret, the law of attraction, it works very well. You think you're going to attract what you think about all the time. So once you make that decision, I'm going to become a victor, I'm going to change my life, I'm going to do this, I'm going to set such goals, I'm going to build a company again, I'm going to help others, I'm going to make a difference in their lives, I'm going to make my daughter happy and proud. Then you build a plan around this and you implement, then, then you start getting energy you did not know you have. And everything shifts, but it has to be like an awakening. And for me, that awakening came from years of suffering, but also from years of reading. My books were my best friends. I, where I read all the books of Wayne Dyer. I, you know, I, I read so many books on inspiration and life and the secret. I read this book, I don't know how many times, watched the movie. You know, you have to inspire yourself with people that have, have had the gift to teach things like that. <clears throat> so I did, I read hundreds of books. And then one day I'm awake, let's start another company again. I'm stronger than ever. I won't make the same mistakes again. I will go after my dreams. And if I fail again, so what? I start over. It's okay. There's no failure. It's just building a strong self, a strong you that will end up being amazingly satisfied and help others along the way. That's why I get up in the morning. I want to help others. I want to help others feel better about themselves. I want to help people be happier. I want to help business people, owners, CEOs, leaders succeed in their business. And I want them to find their freedom. And that's my goal. That's my mission. If I can achieve that, then I know it'd be time to go. Wow. Well, I, I mean, I, if I had some popcorn, I would just sit back and listen to that over and over and over again. That was fantastic. The law of attraction, best way that I have heard the law of attraction, right? My legacy. What is my legacy? I, I think that is so critical as parents or as not even parents, just youth growing up. What is my legacy, right? I don't want to be, like you said, I couldn't die. I couldn't commit suicide because I didn't want to be I didn't want to leave this world as a quitter, right? Even though everything around you said, well, you, you, your business bombed, you are a quitter, you suck, you, you lied, you cheat, whatever it may be, all the naysayers. And then you said your books became your best friend. I, I think that's one of the most profound things that I've heard. My books became my best friends. That is what, an, what a powerful insight and just how, and it took time. Look, it took time. Like you said, you, you had to go to work for other people. You were just broke. I mean, you had to, you had no money, but it took time to build the new you, the build the version. I, I, I never have liked the, the terminology, right? If a house builds down, it burns down, build it back up, right? If your bricks fall down, build it back up. Why would you use the same material that burned the house down in the first place to rebuild? Why would you want to rebuild on the old material? Yeah. You're saying, find the new stuff. I found the new you the new me, and that's how you built this. And, and now you have a new mission, you have a new direction, you have a new calling, which is to help people be happy and feel freedom. I, I mean, unbelievable, un, un, unbelievable. Thank you for that, a powerful message. So let me move on 
not move, but we're going to stay in this because it's not, you're not just a, a marketing genius, right? You're not just running a very successful business, but you also do YouTube, right? And I love this because I was watching a clip for one of your YouTube channels. If you want to go follow her, it's uh, uh, Catherine Oaks. Uh, just look up YouTube and you'll find it. You focus on love. You focus on, you know, not just your current business, but dating tips, weight loss, forgiveness, uh, singing the whole nine yards. So there was something that you said in one of your videos, right? Um, the title was how to be authentic. And you stated this, I'm going to read this. Um, it says our similarities are superficially created by our environment and those that uncover their true self, meaning those that have asked themselves the hard questions are able to present themselves in a way that is true to their inner core, to who they truly are. Take that courage, that or that takes courage, that takes strength. What do you expand on that more? Because this is unbelievably amazing. With that statement you just said, please expand on that a little bit more for us. Um. It's hard to know exactly what our strengths are. It's hard to know why we are here on this earth. And especially nowadays, you know, after COVID, people have been forced to reinvent everything they are. So they, they, they are now wondering what is their true purpose? You know, the, the, the biggest, one of the most searched for crazies on Google is finding purpose. People are lost. That statement I wrote was written a few years ago, but it's still very uh, prominent right now because if you cannot find who you are in your core, and I'm gonna mention something that's not um, uh, in that quote, your guts, <clears throat> your guts are at the center of your body. And you know, when people say, listen to your guts, it's true. Our guts are always telling us the truth. If you are in a situation and you don't feel good, you feel something's not right, if you don't listen to, <clears throat> to those gut feelings, typically if you do it, you're gonna be burned, something bad's gonna happen. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel this bad right now. But uh, so, so the ability to understand the core of your being, mm -hmm. to listen to your gut's feelings and to find out slowly but steadily exactly what you are here for is it's going to allow yourself to to become extraordinary and it but it's very hard to do and it takes courage this is why i mentioned that courage it's so easy to say oh you know my life is okay am i really happy no but you know who cares you know i'll go through life like that i'll make enough money and i'll die okay some people are going to say, I don't want that. Yeah. I want extraordinary. So, but it's hard. It's hard because it takes courage. It takes the willing, willingness to, to search. And, and searching is going to be very challenging because you're going to face roadblocks. You're going to face disappointments. And you're going to, at some point, wonder, I'll never find out what I'm here and why I'm here for. It may never happen. But eventually, you know, when you keep digging, it's like a, a, um, a mine, right? You keep digging and you keep digging and eventually you're gonna find that gold. And it's, it's the same, you keep digging and digging and digging and searching and searching and searching. And eventually you will find that gold, which is the core of your, of your being, the essence of who you are, why you are here on this, on this earth. Once you find it, 
things change. And I give one little hint here is typically this was true for me. Your purpose is often found in what you fear the most. So I'm gonna say that again. Your purpose is often found in what you fear the most because what you fear the most is what you want the most. Wow. Your purpose is found. I love that. I love that. Your purpose is found in what you fear the most. <laughs> wow. Wow. Unbelievable. That is fantastic. That is just amazing. So what I'm, what I'm gathering from all this, um, being an entrepreneur, being somebody who has built, who's traveled the world, doing what you do, meeting with people in a time that it was not um, the best for women to be at the forefront with companies, starting your own company, uh, falling, getting up, having to reinvent how to find yourself again. It, a ton of personal development, a ton of understanding who you are. And once you understood who you are, and you know your mission, now you can help elevate others around you. You can help elevate, other people can see uh, from a company level, right? Yes, this is something I want to work with because they're very, you're very authentic. Your authenticity comes through in the way that you speak and present yourself, how you do your research, how you uh, look at the companies that you're, you're going and, and doing business with, not just them, but the people inside those companies. I think is very, um, just very powerful what you have shared with us today. Unbelievable. I mean, people are going to play, they're going to go back and re-listen to this multiple times. I know I will. There's many nuggets in here. I cannot wait um, for us to, to, to share this to the open forum, which is fantastic. So well, as we start to close up, I know your time is, is very valuable and I appreciate you taking time today to meet with us. So let's talk about the slice marketing. Give us Let's talk about it. What what it is that you do? Where you work? Is it just the U.S. base? Is it global base? Kind of bring us in that mindset of how you, from your first job to this one, how is it built built differently? And then obviously what you offer and how people um, how people can get a hold of you. Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> the the definition of slice is we create transformative brands and we guide leaders to build their freedom. So I, I mentioned again the word freedom because it's very important. <clears throat> people want to, to live a life where they feel free to do what they want to do. So Slice originally was created to do just about anything in branding and marketing. We did social media, we did lead, lead generation, we did web design, all of this. But in the past year, I have narrowed down the offering to become a global branding agency <clears throat> because branding is so critical. It's the foundation to good marketing and a lot of companies like that. And I say global because it's on a global basis. I have clients in Europe. I have clients in Taiwan. Uh, the company is growing internationally now. And, and this is what we are good at, is establishing powerful brands. And that's something now that's unique. Powerful brands that can evolve in the environment of the metaverse. Um, that is critical. People think the metaverse is going to happen 10 years from now. It's just like the internet 20 years ago. <clears throat> the internet was something that was so abstract that people think they would never get into that, that they would never need it. What happens? What would happen now if you have zero presence? Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. If you had zero presence on the internet, what would happen? You'd be screwed. Excuse my French. I can say that, right? But 
That's true. That's so true. You can't say that. Terrible. So the metaverse is coming sooner than you think. I just finished a website for clients. They are the leader uh, in the industrial metaverse. It's coming. It's now. Mm-hmm. So we have, companies have to start thinking how they're going to market themselves to get into the world of the metaverse as quickly as possible. Because if you are not in the presence of your avatar in the right environment on the metaverse, you may not be able to negotiate certain contracts with with clients and companies that are there ready to negotiate. And if your competitor is there, well, guess what? You're gonna lose the business. So it's critical. So, So that's what we do. When I say transformative branding, it's actualizing brands so that they are relevant to their current world and so that they can evolve now for a strong presence in the metaverse. Oh my gosh. Wow, that is amazing. That's awesome. I mean, and, and you're global. That's the thing. Like you're not just U.S. based only like you are global and you could take companies that are, let's say, U.S. based and, and blow them up globally. You could take a company that's, you know, Italy or the U.K. or, you know, even, you know, over in China, if you want, and you could blow them up because you have the history that backs what you do. And I think that's awesome. Slice is amazing. The metaverse, if you guys don't know about it, you definitely need to get on the train uh, because it, like you said, it's here and it's not going away and we definitely need that. So, oh my life, that's awesome. So Catherine, how can it, people who watch this, they want to reach out, they have questions. Um, what is the best way for them to access you, to get in touch with you? Maybe not just your business, but to, 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 to have you come in and mentor people, mentor these companies that want to become more cohesive or balance. I love this balance you talk about. Like, how can mm-hmm. they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Well, they can go to slicemarketing.com. So slice, remember two eyes, the two eyes because we represent people. So that's that's oh. one way to remember. Uh, <clears throat> you can go on LinkedIn and look for Catherine Oaks and you'll find me on LinkedIn as well. I think these are the two best ways to uh, to connect with me. All the information is there. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. All right. So before we wrap up this amazing interview, I knew this was going to be good. I I just, I had no, I'm always blown away, right? I always go in, these are going to be great interviews and they just, they leaps and bound law of attraction, right? Law of attraction. So here's the, here's the, here's the scenario. Okay. You're, you're reading a, um, you're reading a comment on your YouTube channel from a woman entrepreneur asking, how can I push past the negative about me as an entrepreneur? Can you give some actionable steps to this individual, to all of us on how to break through the noise and fulfill their passion. It's, it's have a clear goal. So your goal has to be very clear and you just don't listen. It's like noise. You just erase it. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's very important because people have no idea. They're going to criticize you, but they have no idea as to who you are. So you don't have to say anything you know, one motto in life is always be respectful and kind, but ignore it. And I'm going to give you something that's going to make you laugh because this is something that always comes to my mind. When I grew up, I had, I had one aunt. She was a comedian. She was very funny. And then when I complained about something that bothered me, she said, what do dogs do, Catherine? I said, no, I don't know. What do dogs do? This, she said, well, when something they want to leave a mark on something or get away with something. They pee on it and they walk away. So keep that in mind. <laughs> you know, Tara, you pee on it and you walk away. And oh, that's it. <laughs> my, I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. 
That is fantastic. Thank you so much for that. That is, it's been enjoyable. I am so jacked. I'm so excited when people, when, for those of you that have been listening and watching the interaction, um, live streaming this, it's going to be great. You guys are going to love this. She's fantastic. Um, before though, I let you go, I want to ask you this one last question because I think it's going to be huge. And I'm going to, um, how is it as a single mother raising, you have one daughter, right? She's 26 now. How was it being a single mom with all of those years and those influxes of just trying to provide? I know there's probably a lot of women and men that, you know, are single and they're trying to just do the best they can give, give them, can you give them a few pointers on what you did on how to just break through the noise and, and just know that you're, you're a good parent. You're a good parent, even though that you, it's all by yourself, right? Give us, give some, give them, you know, one or two things that you did to help you through all those years that, like you said, you were a single mom through most, if not all of your life. So give us some pointers on uh, what, how we can do and rise up above the noise. Your kids have to be your priority. Number one, <clears throat> not number two, number three, number one. It's the love for my daughter that just drove me to always find a way to make it happen. And there are always ways. And it also comes back to, to being open to doing things differently and trying things differently and open up yourself to meeting people that you would not meet otherwise. But it always comes down to, I wanted my daughter to be happy, to grow up in a healthy environment, to not lack anything. And and you, you do it. It's just a matter of having the right focus and you always find ways. And you know, yeah, you have to be the man and the woman. You have to be both sexes. And believe me, I had lots of criticism. A lot of people told me, well, you're not strict enough. You don't do this enough. This is not good enough. Oh, well, I'm doing the best you can. That's all you can do. You do the best you can. And as long as you do it, it's all gonna be fine, really. Oh, I wish I wish I had that uh, counsel. I was, a, you know, I was a single dad for years, um, and that is that is fantastic. And you are right. You, yeah. you have to. You just do it. And the love yeah. of your children drives you to just, you know, I don't have enough money in my bank account. All right, well, yeah. you find a way, right? Whether you knock on a door and you're like, hey, I mean, I know plenty of times I'd, I'd ask my brother, I'm like, you know, like, hey, can I just clean out your backyard? For 50 bucks. <laughs> I need some money to feed them. They're like, yeah, go ahead. You know, and it was just those little things that you would do. I love that. Fantastic. Man, we could go another hour with this, but we, you know, I know you're busy and I'm busy. Before I let you go though, give me, give us five books that you would recommend someone to read. Any books, personal development, <laughs> business book, spiritual book, whatever it is, just give us five books that you would, uh, would um, you recommend. You, you tricked me here. Okay. So let's <laughs> I'm trying to find um, a couple of books here. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to give you the book that's that's a financial book that I think it's very important because people have to um, to invest in 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 life so so that they don't have to work until they die. So that's a book that I have read recently that that's really good from Dave Ramsey. It's called uh, Baby Steps Millionaire. I think everybody should read that, especially if you're young, because you can start doing things right now and and be able to retire at the age of 45 or 50, right? So mm -hmm. that's an amazing book. Um, there's, uh, of course, my favorite author, it's, it's Wayne Dyer. I love Wayne Dyer. He passed away a couple of years ago and there's a book he wrote, it's called Inspiration. 
So I would definitely have people uh, read that book. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna send people to one of my books because I think it's a really good one and it's called Transcendence. Uh, that, that talks about everything that's happening in, in our society right now and how to approach it, how to, to deal with it. Um, I'm gonna give you a book of uh, a company, a company, a, a guy who specializes in, in business scaling that has helped me a lot. Uh, his name is Jeff Walker and the book is called Launch, L-A-U-N-C-H. It's a great book for entrepreneurs because it gives amazing tips on you know, how to grow your business wisely without getting um, investors. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a scaling up that's organic, that's, that works really well. So that's, that's another good one. And then I'm gonna give you a, a great branding book. It's been my branding Bible and I use it all the time from a, a branding queen called Sally Hawkshead and it's called Fascinate. So, so that's what I use for everything that I do in branding and, and Sally is amazing. So here are a few books for you. I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll put those uh, yeah. in the description down below. We'll get them out. I'll tell you, that's the second time I've heard uh, launch and inspire. Um, that's the mm -hmm. second time that somebody has recommended those books. Fantastic. Catherine, I, I so appreciate this. Um, I cannot, I've learned so much today. I get, I mean, I get the treat to go back and re-listen to this over and over before it comes out, but thank you so much for all that you do. Guys, reach out to her, social media, LinkedIn, uh, reach out to Slice. Remember there's two eyes because it's the people. We love it. Thank you so much for today. And this has been another great episode of uh, the Arch Study View. We appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.